The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. Jackass. We are three lifelong fans of the show, reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Dude, Jay, I'm so sorry to me to step on your toes there. But Dude, like, that fucked just, me it, up too. It just it felt like it. I didn't, I didn't even know what I did, but I think it's because I know I don't have a part here because we're doing today. There is no episode. We're doing something special. Don't want to talk about what's going on no. in the world today, obviously. So. Uh, yeah, I just kind of jumped in yeah. on your intro. I'm sorry about that, bud. No. Chris, you have you That's have right. the strangest way of not explaining what your role is in the intro. Every single week you do. Because like, like, everyone fucking knows. No, well, you got it. Here's the thing about podcasting, Chris, especially with no. where we're at right now. We not have a everybody. ton of new listeners every week, and all they hear yeah. is you say something that happened at some point in time in history, and they're like, what the fuck is going on? Basically, Chris's role. I like a role, mystery as much as the next man. <laughs> Yeah, or well, woman. Chris just, he's or the master of diverting attention. And like, you know, like any person who's not supposed to be somewhere, you just divert the attention and then, you know, no one's going to question why you're here. And, Dude, Jay, uh, I'm so happy. Yeah, you do, I'm do so that happy well. you're finally picking up on well. this because I feel like it's this secret that I know about Chris that no one else seems to know. And now I finally have someone who interacts with him as much as I do. Like his ability to obfuscate facts and like di- <laughs> di- deflect and pretend like he said something he didn't. It's I was thinking I was going crazy, but it's not. But basically no, what you Chris are, normally you are going crazy. And I don't know what off escaping <laughs> facts is or whatever. Obfuscate, the fuck you just said. obfuscate office space. Office space. If you could tell me the definition of that word, that would be great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, normally what you would do here, Chris, is you would give your fact of the day based on the day that the episode released, whichever episode we're reviewing week to week. But obviously, as we mentioned at the end of the last episode, we're not doing that this week. We're going to do just a little bit of uh, shooting the shit, sort of a catch up on where we're at this season in Jackass. We haven't done sort of like a mid-season check-in before. We've done some played some fun games after the seasons, but we figured this was a good a good time to collect some questions from our listeners. We got a bunch of those kind of talk about this season so far in comparison to other seasons and then just Jackass in general, Um, because Chris, you would you would heard me talking on my other podcast, the retrograde uh, when we covered Jackass Mm -hmm. the game, which if you haven't heard that episode, there's actually a feed drop. You can find it in the feed to to this podcast. And Andrew and I, my other co-host, we just sat and talked about Jackass for a while. And you called me after listening and you said, I'm very jealous that I have a Jackass podcast and I don't get to just shoot the shit about Jackass. I have to follow structure. And we all know how afraid of structure you are. Well, it's I, the structure is good. Is I love breaking down the episodes, but every once in a while, I just want to just have a nice organic conversation where we're not limited to the space of that specific episode. So, you know, there's so much stuff's going on. Like we have our podcast. It's grown rapidly right now. We're getting actual interactions with people from Jackass, which is absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Never thought that would happen, especially this fast. Eventually, maybe we'll get some guys on the podcast or girls. Who knows? So it's just really cool right there. Chris is, tip, Chris is tiptoeing around uh, gender pronouns right now. You've done it twice so far. Um, Chris, I, yeah, man, we're finally getting big. I don't want to get canceled. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, now, now you care. Now yeah, I don't you give care a about shit. it, honestly. I just don't want to get canceled like everybody <laughs> else in the world. Let's be honest right. here. Let's, yeah, well, it's, it's a rough climate out there, boys. But uh, hey, it doesn't get any rougher than our season one of this mm. show. Can we start there? Can we just, like, I don't think we need to spend too much time because I think well, we did a wrap up for season one, didn't well, we? Well, actually, you know what? Then? Season one is the only one we didn't let's, really let's, do a wrap up on. We did, okay, we did a draft mind. for season two. And the draft idea, which we, we yeah, will eventually right. go back to season one and do, the draft idea was basically taking our favorite stunts from every episode of season two of Jackass and building out our ideal yeah. episode. So we each drafted i think five or six stunts to try to make our best uh episode that we could and just Jay, for the new listeners who, who won who won uh i did no you didn't should we leave it a surprise for new listeners who want to go back <laughs> and find out what the no, real no point Chris won. Best stunt the best draft is, so you can get I the inside on to that, that forever because i'm gonna win every draft i am the person of the people the person of the people yeah. Okay, Chris. So here, cornfields and Mikey's too arty, artsy fartsy, you know, like I just like a good old jackass prank. I don't how about but. this, Jay? You know what? Let's let's stick it to Chris because right. he seems pretty confident right now. OK, uh, Chris, you were the one who wanted. Uh, it sounds like he had quite a night last night of getting it. Stuck yeah, you got your, your throat's hurting uh, a little good. bit. You had some throat issues there and, and come in. Actually, it, let's let's start. Let's start Fine. with this, with what Chris came to the recording. And this is just before we hit record on this. Quit saying came and come so much. Just just out well, with it. Chris came onto the screen, stood in front of it, and let out a fart right in front of his microphone, um, <laughs> facing towards the camera. So it looked like it was coming out of his dick. It was a dick fart. And then he yeah, sat down immediately so his face was at head level or ass level, and then got mad at us for what had just happened. What are you thinking, I just Chris? To, I was just trying to share the joy with you guys, you know? This is, you know? Chris is like, Chris is an alpha male, you know? He comes in, he, you can't, you can't uh, fault, fault this guy. If he makes a mistake, he will blame it on you. He will not be, he will not be a beta to, to anyone else's 100%. alpha. That's, uh, that's just how yeah, he 100%. is, you know? You can't tame I've that only, I've only horse. been wrong twice in my life. Once I thought I was wrong, uh, but I was actually right. Oh my God. Now you're just taking our literal dad's jokes. What are you doing? <laughs> why are you doing They don't know this? dad. They don't know dad. All right, Chris, why don't you lead us off? You're the one who wanted to, you're, you're, you're confident in your skills. You wanted to do some, uh, some bullshitting around. Why don't you lead us off, Chris? Tell us what you're thinking so far about season three of Jackass. Season three is a little bit of a letdown. You know, right? everything always seems like it gets bigger and better as things go on you know and i season one was is finding itself season two was definitely the best season at least yeah. so far but season three actually dropped off quite a bit and i don't know if it's because of the momentum we've just saw the movie you know uh all, all everything's a lot better and bigger nowadays so maybe that has something to do with it or maybe they were running out on the final final bit of the contract and keep in mind i was even listening to steve-o's podcast i listen to every episode to be honest but preston was just on and they were making next to no money all of jackass it, like the first the first the first season they were making $300 a stunt oh. so think so think about how many stunts each guy was actually in in like the 6 episode season they moved it up to $1000 an episode or maybe it was $2000 an episode but even still there's not many episodes so these guys were having to live and and actually do all this stuff, making next to no money, doing a bunch of side gigs. So it, it kind of makes sense why they might not have been going as hard or whatever's been the case. So yeah, well, that's a good point. I mean, once they kind of established themselves, like when you say that $300 a stunt, if I offered you right now $300 to do Johnny Knoxville's cup test, would you do it? Because I fucking no, wouldn't. Not, not, not a, a chance. chance. 
And that's if that's I, if I knew it could leave if it was for like if you just asked me to do it straight up though. But if my dream was to kind of get this thing off the run, I would do it for free for a long time, to be honest. Right. But yeah, I'm not fucking taking three hundred dollars to get the cup test. Or any I also of them, to be I also bet you they recorded a lot of these before. Like they probably were recording season three before season two aired. It's there's probably something yeah. like that. And I bet you that they didn't know how how popular it was going to be. So MTV wasn't shilling out the money and they they didn't realize they had to up the ante. Maybe they're like, guys, we got to dial this back because we're all getting hurt. Who knows? But it def- there's an absolute lull from season two to season three that that's noticeable because season two midway through is like some of the best jackass stuff that we've mm-hmm. that we've seen. Jay, what about you? Are you are you along with us? I mean, I know obviously all of your ratings are are pretty pretty tough anyway, so it's tough to get a gauge as to what you actually think about this show or if you even like it in the first place. What where where are your thoughts? No, oh, fuck this show is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm trying to come up with quality podcast content here. Leave you're, me you're, alone. Listen. You and Chris um, are doing a good job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Uh, you just drag me into this shit. <laughs> here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Uh, you mentioned the the dollar figures being thrown around. I don't even yeah. fucking think about that. That they were getting paid for this shit. Like to me, it was just like you're just watching these guys do this shit because they're with their friends and they want to show off and one up each other. But yeah, I guess you're right. They were on TV, so they definitely were getting paid. But that that's just it's funny how you could just overlook that because of the nature of what this show is. That like, oh, there's money involved. Right. I forgot about that. Um, it's actually a good <laughs> so there point. You go. Fun fact. Uh, season three so far, though, is, yeah, no, I, I'd agree with you guys. It's it's not that it's a letdown. It's not that there's anything wrong with it necessarily. I think there is a sense of maybe they, they were ramping up to the movie here and maybe they, you know, they knew they wanted to do bigger and better things and maybe they needed a movie, a different format to do that. Um, I mean, I can only speculate. Maybe they were thinking they weren't going to do anything after this and then it really started to pick up. Like, I don't know, but uh, you can definitely tell something is off in season three. Yeah. Not to say that, again, anything's bad or not entertaining. It's just when I look at my scores for the first couple seasons, especially season two, we have a lot of high numbers coming up there. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Overall, I'm having fun with it, but I will say that, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, I, I think when you go into something like this, you, we wanted to start this podcast cause we wanted to relive the moments we saw on TV and relive jackass. Right. You don't really think when you're going back into it, that you're going to, that there's going to be lulls or like down mm-hmm. periods. You're just kind of mm-hmm. thinking That's every episode is going to be awesome. There's going to be like a lot of memorable stuff, but there really is like you forget about. There really is a lot of stuff that is forgettable. Um, it exists. It's there. So I'm, I'm not surprised that the movies are what most people remember and talk about. Like there are sp- specific uh, stunts you can pick out from season one, two and three, but the majority of the stuff we've seen, I, I would just say like, the movies are where it's at. Like, if you're just a casual fan, watch the movies and you'd probably be fine. You got to be real fucking stupid like us to watch three seasons of this show. But, uh, yeah, what is, I don't know. What is I'm, Chris, I'm hoping hang on. Uh, sorry, I'm up. distracted. Chris, what are you yeah. fucking laughing about? <laughs> did, did I, well, you'll find out when you're editing. Did no one hear that fucking fart I ripped? <laughs> another, another one, eh? No, I didn't hear it. 
I did not hear that one. I think uh, <laughs> I was trying to, I figured if I did it and if I did it, nobody could actually see where it came from, from like who's listening. So it might be this who done it, but then no one heard it. And then I just knew that I was living with it and I just started laughing. I got a little gas today, folks. Actually, the Sorry, best Jay. way to cover, cover a fart is be the guy talking. Cause then they, they really won't suspect it was you. Yeah. Like, Holy exactly. Shit, Cause they won't just... hear your, like your, your, uh, break in your voice. No. Um, yeah. Well, look, we put it out to uh, some of our listeners on Instagram. If you're not following us at Jackassed pod, what a fucking community we've built like mm-hmm. rapid fire it's shot up we we've got a ton of people reaching out to us so thank you for joining us over there we put a uh a story out there asking to collect some questions for for the podcast and i've got a few of them that uh that i think we can sort of lead off to to guide some of the direction of the episode this one's kind of fun in case this is your first episode just to give you a sense of of who we are uh ryan lajewski asks us ryan underscore lajewski uh, Dave England turns into a dwarf when he gets too drunk. Do you guys have no, not a dwarf? Al- he goes, what's his that? Alt is not a dwarf. His drunk alter ego is they call him Darf. Oh, Darf is Darf is his drunk alter ego, and he's got done some gnarly, gnarly shit. He's the one that when Darf comes out, everybody's like, "Oh fuck!" Like out of anybody, he's the worst fucking drunk. They say that's amazing. Okay, so there you go. Uh, uh, that's actually a little bit of a correction there from Chris. Uh, you're getting schooled, Ryan. Chris, what? what no, no, some- he 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 knew Darf. The guy knew Darf. Look how he it's. Did I, I write it down? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you it fucked wrong. it up. Okay, well, he I knew fucked exactly up. So what I'm getting schooled about. and I wanted to blame Ryan and you're not letting me. So thanks. <laughs> no, of course not. I'm not letting you blame our fans because you're a fucking loser. <laughs> and yes, I do have a drunk alter ego and his name is Drunksworth. That's true. It's a little play on my last name. Uh, me and my best friend, Matt, growing up, we he was Drunksness and I was Drunksworth. And a lot of times me and him, despite being best friends, would literally get in fist fights. Like, he would just punch me in the face for no reason. <laughs> he got mad at me because he passed out in the middle of a street, like a like young street in Toronto, a major major street. And I tried to drag him off the road so he didn't get hit by a car. And I scuffed his shirt and he punched me in the face. And I just would hold him down and fucking wail on him a bunch of times. But yeah, those are our drunk alter egos. Mine was Drunksworth. Holy shit. That's uh, that's pretty intense. Uh, I've seen Drunksworth uh, a large number of times as well. <laughs> what was that time on the cruise when I came in when I was drinking rye and I was just fucking with you for no Man. reason? The, the, a time, so we were as a family on vacation and you came into the room at like three in the morning and I was I was like, you know, pretty straight laced at that point. I think I was probably like 13 years old or something. You were probably 15, 16. So you shouldn't have been drunk in the first place. But you came in and uh, and, and you woke me up and you like po- poked me on the shoulder and you're like, yo, I'm like, what? You're like, what's up? What's up, Frank? I'm like, what are you talking about? My name's Mikey. I didn't have to say that. You know that I'm your brother. You're like, yo, it's Frank. I was like, oh, okay. And you leave and you come back like two hours later, still ragging on the Frank thing, calling me Frank. <laughs> and then I go back to sleep and I wake up to the sound of, of you going <laughs> like making vomit noises. And then I hear my sister saying, no, Chris, Chris, stop it. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on over there? You passed out on my sister and you were <laughs> all your body. She was, was on what, her. like four years old at the time. Or like yeah, she was and, like a tiny kid. And you were throwing up on her and she <laughs> couldn't move. So that's Drunksworth. That Ryan, if you want to know a deep I don't remember any of this, us, by the way. I blacked out completely. That's Drunksworth. Probably for the best, Chris. Jay, what about you? You got a drunk alter ego? Uh, I was just going to say, you guys fucking give me a hard time from being from Calgary, Alberta and being in the <laughs> Western side, being a weirdo, but I don't know, flopping on your sister and puking on her doesn't, doesn't sound like a, I don't know, Jay, well, I'm sure that on your sister sounds specifically like an Alberta I was just going to say that, that sounds like, yeah, go to a bush party, like in, if you were 
the high school kid that people fucking in the bushes and stuff. That's what I grew yeah. up with. Get get used to that. Uh, I don't know. A drunk alter ego? That's a good question. Probably. I, uh, I can kind of... I don't know, man. Guys, if I drink too much, I don't really like who I am. I'll just say that. <laughs> oh, wow. Pod. Yo, that was dark. I, like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I you still love be the fact real, I picked up my sister. At least I have self-care. <laughs> Jesus you Christ. You gotta be yeah. real. Figure it I, out. I fucking slowed down because like I find if I drink too much, I just don't. I don't have a good time. Like if I'm in a really good mood with good people, it's all fine. But it's kind of like if you go on a bad trip with some, you know, mushrooms or you smoke weed or something and you're not in the best place. That's me on booze, too. I don't I don't like it. So I just try to. I try to take her easy and, and have a good time when I'm having a good time, and uh, that's all oh, I, I got to fucking say about that. And stealing stealing your neighbor's horse that. or whatever you do out in Alberta, well, riding yeah. it over to your sister's house. Who, who the fuck knows what you get up to? Mikey, I wanted to be deep. I wanted to go deep and personal and like really just show you my inner being and give you a, a real, you know, um, like a deep look at who I am, but really I was just covering up for, yeah, I got arrested. <laughs> All your past indiscretions. Yeah. yeah it I, ended up on a, on a roof somewhere. It was nuts. I don't with, have to with the horse. <laughs> um, I, I, you know what? I'm kind of similar in the sense that like, I just do not like people to see me out of control. So when I'm usually way more silly before I start drinking. And then when I start drinking, I become like pretending to be super straight laced and normal. Like I'm, I'm the, I'm not a very fun drunk unless I get like so far into oh. it that I'm, that I'm so, a different so you're, Mikey you're not literally is the no. only person I know and he, he counts <laughs> he counts his drinks no matter what like if yeah. he, if he if he has like two shots he'll count two shots if he has a glass of wine he'll count it as like if it's oh, a big glass like one and a half like yeah, yeah. so he actually doesn't let himself get to a point where he gets out of control which I've seen a few times for sure it nah, definitely happens that's fine that's <laughs> it's fine. definitely do, happened do you do the old uh, cut it with a glass of water in between each to you know yes I usually honestly I usually does. do and You're it's primarily because I just get really bad fucking hangovers and that's why like when we're doing something like watching jackass like this blatant disregard for your own body I had that at, for a while as a kid but you watching these guys do that like in jackass forever they're all in their 40s and it's like fuck man i'm 33 and i can't let myself do that that type of thing like i i as a kid didn't care and as they're you know in their 20s doing it in the in the tv show it's one thing but i don't know how they just have the energy to punish their bodies even recently steve-o was with zackass and poopies and they were doing like this uh, uh, they were playing with like a, a gas station, like a, like a, what you'd fill like the pipe that leads or the, 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 the tube that leads to the gas station. They were like doing clotheslines with it and yeah. yeah, the hose and trying to like, like knock it off to see if they could detach it from the gas thing. And Steve <laughs> like rides by on a bicycle and goes right through it and smashes himself backwards. And I'm like, fucking hell dude, uh, <laughs> take a break, man. You've yeah, earned no. it. Like Steve-o, the movie's yeah. finished. You're good. I was um, just going to say too, cause Chris, I want to, since you brought up poopies and you brought up fucking, uh, Zach ass there, Chris, you had sent us the video that kind of got Zach ass oh, man. in the spotlight with the jackass mm-hmm. guys. And that was, if you haven't seen it, go check this out by the way. But this is Zach ass riding a skateboard into a bunch of cactus, uh, and like that was brutal to see. Like we've seen cactus based stunts on the show. We can think back to Ryan Dunn in the movie doing the fucking cactus jump. This yes. for some reason was just worse. Cause he like fucking face plants into it. He's stuck in there. They have to pull yeah, him out with a rope, like but a lot heavier. I think he's like 400, oh, yeah. he's over 400 he's big pounds. Guy. Husky so boy. he goes right in there and he he gets demolished. And the scariest part is he goes face forward into them and he can't there's no leverage for him to pull himself out. So he can't like push himself back out of a cactus patch because there's more cactus there. And he had needles stuck like in his body and oh, in his man. skin. I saw Fucking I saw hell. before <sighs> like because he posted I think he posted on his Instagram 
the aftermath, like from the hospital. I'm pretty sure he had to do surgery or at yeah. least was in the hospital. I think they took it off the internet. It must have been one of those things that was just too graphic and got flagged because <laughs> I, I, yeah, I searched yeah. the internet trying to find I know I saw it, <laughs> but I can't find it anywhere. So if anybody happens to be listening that does have that somewhere, just let me let me know because I just want to yeah. show these guys again. It is it was one of the like most insane things I've seen. Like one of the I also I've heard I've that he may still have some of the needles in him. Because like you got to think if they're like two inches, they go in him and and his skin goes back over and they're just they're in there forever. Like fucking like they've opened a wormhole or something had to be like a hundred thousand needles by the end of it, you know, or like 10,000 needles realistically. Like, yeah, I know not a hundred thousand, but like 10,000 for sure. And you see him after the stunt too. Um, they show like a little behind the scenes thing, and I think they're in like Steve-O's kitchen or something. And what's crazy is that uh, this guy. He's so calm, Zach ass. Like he just did this thing. He's probably in a lot of pain even still at this point, but he's just chill, cool guy. Uh, what I love is that Steve O's like, wow, that was fucking crazy, man. Hey, uh, buy my t-shirts. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Steve O's smart. Like he just, he fought, he knows. And he says this in his podcast as well. He's like, I'm not going to be able to make money off of this forever. And anyone who thinks like a million dollars is enough to last you for the rest of your life. It just fucking isn't. You're going to run out of time. There's taxes. You have to pay this, that whatever. There's a certain lifestyle you're used to living. Not that he only has a million dollars, but like, yeah, he's cashing in. He's selling boom boxes. He's selling uh, skate decks and good on him. Hot like, take advantage of it when you can. Everything, yeah. the, the merch game seems to be when I listen to the podcast, every single guest that comes on, he always is asking him about merch and what it's like. He's trying to learn and understand like what works, what doesn't work. He's entre- entrepreneurially right now. He's definitely the guy that's actually really yeah. grinding the hardest right now. He's really trying to make a legacy out of all this stuff. And and it seems like he's doing really well right now. So I, it's, it's good to see because that it just shows that extra drive you know, being drunk and fucked up for so long. It's like, there's all this extra energy that you probably have when you're not doing that, that you need to kind of harness or do. Like a lot of people go back into drugs or alcohol because they just have that extra drive, the extra stuff to kind of calm down. And when you don't do that, or in order to be successful, it's like you just have to fucking outpour into some other venues and doing it positively is awesome. It's like it's like a shark. If it stops swimming, it drowns. It's like when you're battling addiction, it's always chasing after you. And apparently you just have to keep moving. You got to keep moving. Got to keep doing Making something, money, um, baby. Just like we got to keep moving with this uh, with these questions. Uh, I've got another one from Scott Cole, 55. He's Wait. actually submitted a, a couple of them. And this one, I think, is oh, one of wow. our favorites. I think we can we can have a big okay. conversation yeah, on this yeah, one. Yeah, Let's jump into it. I got a thought <laughs> after this, but please do the question. Sure, sure. So he asked. Uh, which of the jackass members would make the best WWE wrestler? And, uh, you know, good, good timing on that because we had the big Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels conversation on, on one of our last episodes. So uh, WWE wrestlers, you guys have any thoughts oh, on that? Boy, oh, well, man. we've seen a few of them. Realistically, you know, we've seen Steve-O for sure. We've just seen Chris Knoxville Pontius. in the Royal Rumble. We saw we Pontius. Uh, did we man ever do something? I'm pretty sure he was at least got body slammed. Oh, I saw. You know what I saw was uh, by Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar fucking slammed him through a table at a bar. That was awesome. I, I, my choice, I have two choices. One of them is Wee Man. And, uh, and that's because, listen, there were a lot of little people in wrestling a while back and it was very, very popular. I'm not saying that's what we need. I think that he would just be, 
imagine they brought him on as like the Barry Horowitz. Remember when they brought Barry Horowitz and he would, <laughs> it was like him and Vader. This is like going really deep into wrestling. But the, this was he, before they, like before everybody that fought each other was named wrestlers. Like on Sunday nights, on right. Sunday superstars, right. the good guy, like the big character always, they had like journeymen, like we yes. called them dorks that just got beat up all the yes. time. And they never ever won a match, but Barry Horowitz finally won a match and went on to becoming a superstar. Yeah, and I, I could see Wee Man doing the same. Like they bring him on thinking he's not going to be much and he just keeps kicking people's ass somehow. You can see, you can imagine it's like a Ric Flair, like he's flopping his way into victories every so often. And just like, I think that would be a lot of fun. How about you, Jay? You know what? I don't think it's maybe the obvious choice, but I was just thinking about what makes a good WWE wrestler. And I think a big part of that is the drama. It's not just about what you can do in the ring. It's also very much about you like, what is your persona and what can you get out of the audience? And I think someone who would play a really good heel is Aaron McGahee because Dude, that was my second choice. That was my second the choice thing is with him is he could be genuine, genuinely just being Aaron McGahee. But let's be honest, the guy gets bullied a lot on the show, but I think that's because, well, I'm not saying he's asking for it or deserves it, but like he is the one who's constantly being put into that role. And I think people kind of love to hate him. Unfortunately, as, as he does a lot of cool shit on the show and the movies, like I, I'm a big fan of the stuff he does, but there, there's a reason that the guys pick on him. And I think like as a heel, you know, you fucking, you could, you could really play into that with a wrestling crowd, you know, like I could just see him coming out you know, smiling at everyone and everyone just fucking booing him and shit. And like, you know, he comes yeah, out in that 100%. pink it would be, He'd have his attire set and everything. I think he'd do really well in the WWE. Just learn a couple couple finishing moves, you know? You don't need a, a big repertoire of uh, suplexes and body-to-bodies and all this shit. Just do the basics, come out, play to the crowd. You'd do fine. Let's let's try I, to I, let's try to think of some uh, for, for well, whoever you choose. No, no, I know, but I'm oh. gonna I'm gonna say this, and then you say for whoever you choose, you also have to make uh, make up what their finishing move would be. True. Okay. We'll, we'll come I, back I, around on that to give you some time to think, Chris. We'll, see, we'll, I was thinking about it. I'm like, a lot of me wants to say Phil Marjera because I can see him being Dude. like having that big body, <laughs> and he, you know he could take a lot of punishment from a band throws him, and he could be almost like a Bam Bam. Bigelow or like type guy, if he like shaved his head, like tugboat. Yeah, exactly. yeah, he actually yeah. kind of looks exactly like yeah. tugboat. Or uh, what was it? What was his other name? Uh, earthquake or Typhoon. earthquake? Yeah, earthquake. Um, yeah. But <laughs> what I'm, who I'm going to go with is definitely. I think it's Stevo because he has the charisma. He has the ability to like either be a heel or be a good guy. But he also has that physicality. He's able to do flips and cool stuff. He learned all that stuff in the circus, so he could almost come in. And you know, he's not scared of pain. So maybe he could do like a hardcore kind of like. Jeff Hardy or Matt Hardy type thing where he's a high flying guy doing a lot of like acrobatics and stuff, but still have the the personality to be a good character. I think he'd be the obvious choice, except for the fact that he, we've seen him in the ring and he wasn't good. Like he well, shut the bed. You know what happened when he, he didn't understand when he was fighting? Was it Umaga? That Rikishi or, or whoever? No, it was um, I think it was Umaga. It's oh, okay, from the okay. same family, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that Samoan family or yeah. whatever. The, um, but he didn't understand that when you're the special move is you have to like lay still. So the wrestler took it personally and literally beat the shit out of him until he blacked out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he could learn how to do things properly. He could, anyways, he could, yeah. he could learn. He could learn. But I, I worry, and we talk about this sometimes, Chris, you know, Steve on his podcast, he really likes to be the center of attention. And I think wrestling like improv has a lot to do with uh, making the other person look good. That's what really makes some yeah, of the best true. wrestlers. True. And would he be able to do that? I'm sure he could learn. But I also think that he would want the spotlight and the wrestlers working with him. He'd have to do a lot to earn their respect in order to get that spotlight. Yeah, true. 
What what would you do as a finishing move uh, for for your pick there, Mikey? Why don't you start that off? I'm curious to hear what you guys come up with on this. Okay, I would say for Wee Man, I would I would say it's the uh, I would say uh, he could do the a soup. Asunaplex, like Jason Asuna, he could do the Asunaplex. Oh wow, that'd be a good one. Naming it and everything. Holy shit! All right, I like it. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just the name. The name is what I'm thinking. It would would work. I like it, Chris. What do you got? Well, I'm thinking it's going to be some kind of moon salt type act type, like a high flying off the top ropes type thing. So maybe like a Steve. Oh no, he didn't. Okay. I think I think you're missing. I think you know what I'm I'm picturing for Stevo is yeah. a is a gimmick finisher like like the slop bucket with with those wrestlers. He, it's he's oh, always yeah. like the poo dive was always big for him. So I think he he gets a little bit of poo, puts it out on the mattress or that the canvas, and then it like slams the person. Like maybe oh, does man. like a DDT into it or something like that. There you go. See in wrestling, it's all about the fanfare, all about the taunts. So before he jumps off the rope, you would go, yeah, dude, and then he yeah he'd do his fucking finisher. For sure, can, for sure, for you know? sure. What about uh, what about Danger Aaron? Oh, Danger Aaron! I I was thinking about this. I I think the the best thing for him because remember he's a heel, right? And he's the type of heel that uh, you know when things get real intense, he'll plead for sympathy. So his finishing <laughs> move is the "Please don't hurt me." He'll get down on his knees and put his hands up and go, "No, no, please, please don't hit me." Please, he might even use his his teeth, like his fake tooth. He'll pull it out <laughs> as you know, get a little extra points there. And then right when the other wrestler is like off guard and they're thinking, okay, I better not hurt this guy, he gets up and gives him a low blow, and that's it. Nice. Wasn't, wasn't that pain. Eric Bischoff's move in like the the video game? I think and so. NWO versus WCW. Yeah, it was. There, there was, was a, it was either him or Ric Flair. Someone had to think where I, they faked maybe injury. Maybe Ric Flair. And then, Ric Flair always did the no, don't hurt me kind of thing. Waylon Mercy had the let's be friends, and then he'd put them in the uh, the skull and crossbones or whatever the fuck that was i was picturing for danger Aaron. his move could just be the danger air and he does something off the top ropes or maybe maybe something like the uh, the safety first and that's like uh he like i don't know crosses the person's arms and 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 does a, a backflip with them or something <laughs> fucking weird like that um you're great. really good at puns eh uh it's all i am and, and you know what puns are the are the <laughs> lowest form of wit but i'm for some reason very good at them not uh, when you do it mikey not when you do it <laughs> thanks chris look at us getting along this is this look is at a us. new Who thought um okay so let's let's move to uh to another question um yeah. this one this one's kind of curious because it can go a lot of different ways but uh See, this is another one from Scott Cole 55 on Instagram. The most extreme jackass stunt that we think we could handle. Ooh. Can be like, from any okay. of the movies, are can we, be from any of the TV I shows. I wish I anything. had that spreadsheet up, man. Right yeah, I was going to say, are we doing, yeah, so we, we're not making anything up. This has to be something that has existed in the jackass canon, yes, I suppose. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. And, you we know, obviously seen... there's some of the fun oh, ones. I know. This is an easy one. Which is the that? The freaking golden dildo. I could take that no fucking problem. <laughs> oh yeah, from the Jackass uh, second is that the second or the first movie? Bam, it's the fucking... first movie. Oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah. that's so oh, good. That's a good one, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh I don't man. Know, like okay, are we talking the most intense? Like it's not just one that we would it's be the most willing extreme, to dream the question. The most okay. extreme like the, 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 that you would still be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, that's a good one. That is a good one. And there's a lot that we've seen. I'm going to have to think about that for a second. I don't know if Mikey, you have anything in mind already. You know what? I think I one that I think I could do. I I know it would be miserable, but I have such a familiarity with the effects of this food that I think I could do it. A wasabi snooter. We loved that one. That was one of our highest rated sketches of all time. Uh, and I, I think I could do that one. Ooh, ooh, yeah. 
That no, that's a good pick, man. That's I wasn't even thinking of that one. I was thinking more like physical, you know. But that's that's a good one. Um, I could I couldn't even do that. My nose is fucked from all the blow from all the years. It's like the sinuses <laughs> are completely fucked. So that would just like live in that area. That hole's been carved out from all the chemicals. That would not be fun for me. You know what? I think it would be terrifying to do. Like your nerves would be up and getting behind the wheel of a rent up, a rent a car, crash up derby. Uh, uh, you know, like a shitty beater vehicle that you put a roll oh, yeah. cage in or whatever would be terrifying. And like, there'd be so much risk of like fucking concussion or whiplash or something. But I think once I was behind the wheel, I'd be able to do that and have a great time uh, and just fucking cross my fingers that I don't get run over or crushed. That's in a, a pretty car good or answer, actually. I'd probably I like do that, that one. one. Uh, Especially because like, that's that's one that I feel like I wouldn't want to do just because of the added random element of vehicles being involved. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, you're well, the thing is, like, that or not. There's always like the you know, the when you're a kid, the fantasy of doing the fucking destruction derby and how cool that would be to be a part of that. And I mean, like, if I got to do it, fuck it. That's my chance to do it. I'll do it. Um, but fuck, man, that's that's some sketchy shit. Uh, here's my question. I'll pose a counter question to this one. Okay. Is there anything that you guys could think of that you just veto like immediately that you wouldn't do from the jackass cannon? 100%. Oh, man. Yeah. Anything I mean, there's a bunch. Snakes. <laughs> yeah that's for sure like, for like you, the Chris. ball the anaconda ball pit or the prank that happened to bam like honestly if someone did that prank to me i i wouldn't be able to be friends with them ever again i would wait till they fell asleep and fucking probably murder them to be honest <laughs> yeah i i think i've got one i think i i would veto the uh the fish hook steve-o's fish hook putting oh, the man. hook through oh, your mouth and then oh. jumping in with I the think sharks I would do that with the sharks no way, I, yeah, you know me sharks don't really freak Fuck me out man. like you do Oh man, I good on you, but I, I don't think I could. I know you definitely couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> oh, thanks. Like, the, the, the hook part, I think I could do for sure. And then I don't mind. I, I've been in the water with a shark before, so it's not really anything I'm too good. Although, yeah, but yeah, sorry, whatever. Go. I don't. What I don't about think you? What about you, Jay? I don't. I don't think I do anything where I'm like bound against my will. I couldn't think of anything like specifically, but the new movie with the bear stunt like jumped into my head. And, oh, like, true. Anything like that where you you're kind of like completely out of control i i don't think i'd want to do any of those those animals are in general sketchy. like that that yeah. you know wild boys that some of the stunts that they do where animals get involved it's yeah i'm the same way i'm like yeah, i don't i don't know if i'd really want to get involved too much in that although you know what one of the crazy ones that i think i could do you guys are going to call me crazy on this one, but I, I honestly think I could is Toro Totter. I think I'd be okay with Toro Totter. <laughs> oh, fuck. And I know, oh, I know man. you're like, I know you can get like super hurt and all that stuff, but like, I'm really fucking fast. I'm faster than you are. And I say that as a general, you chances are I'm faster than you. So if we fall off, I'm getting out of there before you are and you're taking the hit by the bull yeah. and I get the laughs for flipping myself yeah. over like right. Ryan Dunn. All right. Yeah, you but Mikey, I'm, I'm fatter too, than so. I'm fatter than you, Mikey. So if I was on the other end, you would be at my mercy when I fucking drop you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just, that's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, man. OK, how about how about this is a question? This is just something that I'm thinking of as we go on. But I was struck, and this is my answer leading into it, and it'll give you some some time to think about it. But I was struck by the fact that I completely forgot about Nutball as a segment until it came up in last week's episode. Uh, and that just tickled me. And I couldn't believe that I didn't remember that stunt. Are there any that we've seen so far, either in the movies or the shows, that you forgot about? And then as soon as you saw it, you were like, fuck, I, I, that was one of my go-tos as a kid. 
Do you know what? Honestly, Mikey, it's the only one I could think of is nutball. It's the only mm. time I felt that, especially with something like even when we we're talking about doing um, on the last episode, I knew that that bunny sticker was there. I have such a good, like, I've watched all these so many times that I really remember almost everything and anything that like, I'm sure there's an interstitial or something that I forgot about, but nothing to the level of nutball, which was always one of my favorite ones. So I, I up to this point, I basically remembered every single thing except for that. It's kind of nice. weird. Jay? Mm. That's a hard question because you, you know, there's so many stunts, but one that did pop up is a short interstitial from uh, Jackass, the movie number two, I believe it's Jackass 2. Must be. Uh, but it's the the Johnny Knoxville farting baby powder on the, oh. <laughs> onto, uh, who is that? The Cossack or somebody. Um, like that, that still stands today as my, I, I gave that a 10. That That's so probably funny. one of my favorite things. Because I think so it was good. Tremaine. I'm pretty sure it was Tremaine. Tremaine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't top the, there's just, it's just distilled comedy. But the thing poof? is, the reason that I, I picked that one is because, Despite it being my favorite, like I, I feel grateful that I forgot about it because when I saw it again when we watched it for the podcast, it was like seeing it again for the first time. Yeah. And God, I, I wish I could just re- wake up every day and forget that I saw that. And then someone presents <laughs> it to me, like I they know, send it to me, I and know. I'm like, "Oh, what's this? Uh, short little thirty second video. I'll check this out." Like I would be the happiest fucking guy in the planet. <laughs> Honestly, honestly, man, I like that. Hey, here's a question that that we have to address quickly because I don't know what to say to it. Um, Twinkle779 on Instagram. Would you ever give a fan an atomic wedgie? Uh, And Twinkle's account is like zero followers following 20 people zero posts i think this is like I, chances are it's a prank account but they've actually reached out to us a couple times on, on dms <laughs> asking for an atomic wedgie like sure and offering money yeah. <laughs> offering money hey hey, hey yes. if there's a contract that's <laughs> that's pure devotion that's what you're seeing right there that's not a fake account they're so devoted to us and our podcast that they wouldn't dare follow anyone else that's they're true. It, they're that's true. Why would you ever want anyone else? I mean, we'd be we remiss if we didn't if we I'm didn't saying. give them a shout out. We love you, but also stay away from my family. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was entertaining the thought. I don't know about you. Oh, dude, I'll do anything for money. Are you? Do you want a, a picture of my feet? I don't give a fuck. Are you kidding me? I'll start an OnlyFans. I don't care. Um, yeah, guys, I want. I would be sorry. I, I, yeah, I, being on Instagram and stuff. I think this is a good time to address this. It's a question I've gotten from the beginning of time till now. A lot of people are asking. What are we planning on doing, you know, once the major, like the main jackass things roll out? Is there any, they want to know, mm. like, are we covering the subsidiaries? How far that are we going to go into? So and that also, we that might also, as well clear it up for everybody right yeah, now. Yeah, that touches on a question that Gibbonese asked us. Do you guys plan on talking oh. about jackass 2.5 and 3.5? So we can roll that into the same yeah, answer. Yeah, absolutely. Who, who, who asked that question? Gibbonese. Gibbonese, cool. Uh, but the, the answer is in terms of 2.5 and 3.5, absolutely. I mean, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but are those, are those, they're not just like two with more stunts. They're completely different movies, yeah. right? Yeah, no, it's it's, 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 like it's all the stuff that didn't make the movie, but yeah. a lot of it's even better stuff to be yeah to be honest. And apparently, four point five, Steve-O and uh, and um, Preston Lacey were talking about on the podcast. They're like, it is fucking loaded with shit. There's awesome. so much shit that oh, cool. that is going to be in that that didn't make the movie, and that hyped me up. Like, I have a feeling it might actually be better than the movie in terms of more content of funny things like the movie oh, fuck, has to kind yeah. of follow the narrative and the story and the you know kind of work in an artistic yeah, way yeah. this is just everything that doesn't really quite fit in there it's kind of like uh it's kind of like if you remember when anchorman came out they had enough b-roll and deleted scenes they made a second anchorman movie and if you watch it it's somehow even more bizarre than <laughs> the actual movie 
Uh, did they actually this. do that? I didn't even know about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. My my brother had it when we were kids. I, I remember when we were growing up. Well, we weren't really kids, teenagers, whenever the fuck that came out. But um, I remember seeing him watch it, and I thought like I was having a fucking fever dream. Like I recognize this movie, but this is not Anchorman. Like what the fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> go so seek weird. that out if you can find it. There, it it's out there. I'm somewhere. literally Crazy. doing that right after this. Yeah, That's honestly, hilarious. no. But it, the the short answer is 100. We're doing Jackass 2.5 and 3.5. If you've seen our other movie breakdowns or heard our other movie breakdowns, goddamn, I love doing them because we get in depth. We spend basically four episodes breaking down the stunts in the movies because they're so jam packed. Not only are there more stunts, but there are more substance to each stunt so we really need to take our time with it so you can expect we're going to do the same thing on jackass 2.5 and 3.5 and then beyond that uh, you know obviously we took a break from uh, jackass seasons one and two and the movies one and two we covered a season each of wild boys and viva la bam there are plenty more seasons of those where they came from uh there's also the gumball rally there's some other movies and tv shows I, that I we really touch on. one of the the ones i'm most looking forward to is my favorite things there was two steve-o dvd i think there's a bunch of steve-o dvds but i had two of them specifically one was pcp saved my life mm-hmm. and one was out on bail and that's when around the same time as jackass was still going on they weren't making much money there was uh like it was basically as, as they talk about him they're even talking about on this last podcast a sketchy rave promoter nick dunlap and i guess he just kind of brought the guys along and i actually went to steve-o's tour when he came to toronto and it was basically filming some of that stuff, plus just following them traveling the world. And there's just so much fucking hilarious content. There's this one day where Bam meets them in like B- Brussels or some shit. And they're sitting at like a fancy like little patio outside and just getting bombed and just causing such a fucking scene. Smashing fucking uh, Stella Artois glasses all <laughs> over the place. Like this is in the middle of the day, like belligerently drunk like i really want to go back into those dvds because they are fucking hilarious so we're i think we're eventually going to literally cover any single thing that's jackass related Uh, which means the show can go on for years uh exactly what is your favorite non-jackass standard item like something that isn't the movies and the tv show yeah for sure um Okay, before I answer that, I'll just say that uh, I was just thinking about the CKY. I don't know if that's my answer, but I would like to jump back into that too because we haven't touched CKY since we started the show and there's two, three, and four. So yeah, there's quite a few more of those as well. Plus all the bonus shit that comes on those DVDs. Like it's... Pretty, pretty. It'd heavy, be but. nice to give Bam a shout back too, because uh, you know, the movie man. and stuff. Like we're we're on team both sides, man. We love both both the sides, and it's just a shame that this is going on. So yeah, you know, I like that idea, Jay. Being really nice to yep. give Bam yeah, a oh, shine. Yeah, man. I'm all about it. Um, but if I had to answer the question in terms of like what would be my favorite non jackass thing, man, that is a hard question. Um, if if you were asking me when I was a teenager, I'd probably say Viva La Bam because I was mm-hmm. edgy, just like Bam. Everybody wanted yeah. to be Bam. I thought that was like the coolest shit ever. But now that we've went back and watched season one, I don't think it aged as well as I would have liked. So I would actually probably go a different direction with it and say, God, I don't know. Man, this is a really fucking hard you question. I, TKY three or four, I remember being pretty good, but again, that's with rose tinted glasses. So yeah, I'm I would have answer to dig, for you, dig into it and see. Jay, I would answer for you because I think this would be a viable answer. We've covered him on the show before, but some Tom Green, who was oh, if you're going that way, yeah, I no, think I think we can because no that question. is sort of jackass adjacent, undoubtedly an influence for jackass. I think they they both kind of influenced one another. Uh, Tom Green, if you don't know who that is, I'm sure. 
it's made. I know it's I know Tom Green has made his way stateside, but he was a Canadian comedian doing what Jackass did kind of before they did it. And uh, I never really getting the credit or being involved in the same crew, but he's still such a fucking gem, man. And I, I'd love yeah. to go back and do some of his stuff. I think yeah, he's yeah. currently like on that last Canadian comic standing show or there's some Is some one of those kind of shows. Yeah, he's like one of the no few people remaining or something along oh, those wow. lines. So yeah. Tom Green, if you ever do get a chance to see him do stand up, please do go. I've talked about my experience meeting him on the show. Uh, right. My Yeah. Go back and listen to Tom Green episode for that story. But yeah, if he ever goes out again on tour, like don't miss him because he's the kind of guy who doesn't really primarily do stand up, but he's fucking hilarious and he's he's really good with the crowd. Um, and I do want to say that if we ever get a chance, I'm not promising anything, but if there's some way we can do like the Tom Green, the original Tom Green show, on here i would absolutely be head over heels i'm fucking all in for i that. would almost be afraid to do that because as much as i love jackass tom green informed my entire sense of humor as a kid to the to the to the point where when we went back and watched some tom green we did the subway monkey hour i didn't realize how much his cadence and his joke delivery still <laughs> resonated with me to I this did. day I, you <laughs> I, did. Did. I didn't because i, I, I you grew know, up with that shit you do that. <laughs> that traumatized <laughs> stupid laughs all the time <laughs> so i would always be worried like you know we went back and watched jackass season one and it was i think i speak for all of us when i I say it was disappointing it was uh, oh, a lot of it was on. a Dude, lot of it no, was no, disappointing no. i know to i know you're worried i know but trust <laughs> me i have recently not super recently but within a long enough span of time that it's not like stale or anything it's still fresh in my mind um watched the tom green show and, it and holds up. as long as you can put yourself in the mindset of like uh this guy is going to make you uncomfortable um he's there's gonna be some cringy shit in there like you just you put yourself in the tom green mindset and go watch it i feel like it has aged well because yes there are shows that have taken inspiration from that nowadays i can think of eric andre for example yeah oh, i dude, go watch 100%. eric andre i laugh my ass off tom green is like it it's not like a, a lesser version of that in any way it's still entertaining as fuck like i would really even, just go watch an episode, Mikey. You'll see. There's nothing I, to be afraid of. You know of. what? It, I th- I'm going <laughs> to save it until we do it on the podcast because I think eventually we will do at least choice episodes in that. It, it would be tough not yeah. to as kind of an offshoot. Um, can we get into one more question? I just don't want to leave this person hanging because it's a great question and uh, and I want to make sure we get one of his questions on there. Tyler Packer on Instagram. What is your favorite film Argera moment? Oh, that's a good question. And boy, yeah, there are a sure. lot of them. No, I know. Hands down, it's the handshake in the hallway with Preston. Dude, the, I, the, the double. I, I love. I knew you were going with that. I fucking love it, man. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, to to provide some context. That's when they did the uh, the the wake up where they they did the bait and switch. Uh, Preston Lacey dressed up as or dressed up. I mean, put on underwear and a fake beard and got into bed with swap places with Phil Margera to get into bed with April. And the handshake that they have in the hallway, man, chef's kiss. Just two powerful men respecting <laughs> one another. <laughs> Yeah, <sighs> it's such a hard question because I just Phil, he's just such a great human. And a lot of the things are like that I could think of right off the top of my head are bad things happening to him. And I don't really, uh-huh. you know, it's like it's fun part of the thing. And he pl- the reason why he's so good is because you could tell like it doesn't really bother him. Like he plays into it. He has fun with it. But I'm trying to think of like a glorious moment, like the handshake or something along those lines. But I think instead of a film moment, I just have to give credit just to Phil being who he is, being that supportive dad who's allowing his kid to beat him up for the the sake of everything and, and for and, all the money you know in what? the world yeah actually i know exactly what it is when <laughs> he that? comes out when he, when he has that when they 
break the chair. They have the faulty chair and he comes out of the shower and he's fucking going to do his taxes oh, yeah. and he's singing and he's just got yes. that Phil Swagger. Yes. And I just like, that was him in his own element and he does that and I just love it. So that's definitely what I'm going Dude, with. Dude, that's a good one. I like that one. Mine is, uh, it's not one specific moment, but it it all stems from one specific specific moment. And it's when Bam, <laughs> when Bam ironed uh, hamburgers <laughs> on each of his t-shirts <laughs> and throughout yeah. the first season. <laughs> I Every think he time. did it in the second season. Yeah. <laughs> the second oh season. When you see him wear a shirt, they don't even pay attention to it, but all of his shirts have a hamburger patch on it. <laughs> He's, uh, he makes millions of dollars. He doesn't get a new set of clothing. He clearly loves hamburgers. And the thing is, what you're probably thinking uh. is, well, no, that's just a joke. So they, they ask him to wear it in front of the cameras. No, because they never draw attention to it ever again. They never play it for a laugh. It's just yeah. in there. It's so funny, man. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a, a, that's a great Easter gag. Yeah. I, I got to throw in a, a quick, uh, like a B side here in the Phil collection. This would be, um, I don't even remember what the fucking stunt is or what was happening. I just remember Phil uttering, that's the best part. And I still say that to this day <laughs> since we did part. that episode. It just stuck in my mind. Just Phil leaning into the camera. That's the best part. And I, say, I don't I, remember. I that. fucking say that around the house all the time. It's stuck in my brain. You know what? Um, so that's that's it for for uh, uh, the questions that we'll answer. There are some left over, uh, and I think we'll get to those in later episodes. Uh, you know, we'll do, do one more, more. Do one more. Do one more. You want to do one more? I want to do question? one more. Ah, I want to do one more. One more. Let's okay. All right. Record. So here's here's kind of a quick one that I that I think is 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 worth getting to because it'll it'll give us some different answers. Um, uh, going back to Scott Cole fifty five, would you rather have the triple wedgie from Jackass Forever or the flaming gauntlet from Jackass three point five? Which I know one what would you Twinkle Toes do? fucking on Instagram or whatever their name was would want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. triple wedgie, uh, flaming gauntlet. Refresh my memory again on that one. Uh, the flaming gauntlet. Have you seen? Have you seen Jackass three point five? Probably not in a while. Not long enough to remember it. Uh, okay, so basically, uh, uh, it's it's okay. the The premise is you've got. Uh, uh, kind of like an obstacle course and you've got Chris Pontius as the devil setting fire to it and they've got to make their way. You know how like they did the gauntlet, the gauntlet with uh, skateboards before? Yeah, yeah. This time, yes, there are things that are 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 swinging, but instead I think it's Steve-O who has to wait, w- walk his way through a uh, plank while the flaming bags are like trying to hit him and there's hot coals underneath. <laughs> I, 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 For oh, sure, I'm doing the okay. atomic wedgie. Just because I know the story. So when they were doing that, building that gauntlet, the guy said, you can't just like put the flames on my floor. So they put down steel plates so it wouldn't burn through the floor, like and actually damage the building. So on top of the fact it was just coals, it was the steel plates that led to very, very bad third degree burns. And, when he fell on it. And one thing that, that they don't really talk about, I can't remember if they do specifically mention, oh no, they do mention this in the movie because because after Steve-O gets up, they're like, how was it? And he says, without painkillers, and he's not allowed to take any painkillers because he's he's mm, trying to get off of his yeah. addiction. He's like, this is so much worse. Holy I think shit. for a lot of his his career, Steve-O, you know, he, he was numbed by something. You know, whether it was alcohol or, or, or drugs, whatever, PCP as in PCP saved my life. But in this case, he couldn't have any painkillers, couldn't have an ad, a fucking Advil to, to help him out. Like, and he had to just deal with the burns and he said it was fucking miserable. Wow. I'm, I'm going with the, the triple wedgie as well. I yeah. like, I think I could handle that. Uh, fuck that. The fire scares the shit out of me. It's unpredictable. It's wild. And I don't want it to burn my pretty face because it's okay. all I have. 
No, that's fair. Uh, I'm that. First of all, thank you for the question. That was a good question. Um, I think that it is, yeah, un- un- undoubtedly the the triple wedgie. Just because either way you go, you're gonna get burned. But I think I'd rather have a burnt taint than like a fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. bottoms of my feet and can't walk anywhere. And yeah, I, I, that's that's how I'd go anyway. Either way, it's gonna suck. But I think the wedgies maybe a little bit less. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think if you fall off of that gauntlet and you know the jackass crew is going to make it so that you fall and you're and you're, you know, similar to Zackass going into the into the cactus, uh, into the Zactus when he's in there and he can't push himself up because everything he touches is is cactus. Burst, yeah. And, you know, every, when you're on the ground, everything you touch is burn. And that fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Hey, that was a good one. That was a good one to wrap it up with. I like that. Another, yeah, a great one to wrap it up there. Uh, and I want to say this to lead us off because, you know, we've been kind of critical of Jackass season three so far. We say Jackass season or, or uh, season two was was the best one. Episode one of season two was fantastic. It had the the, the cup test, the, the human red carpet, uh, Steve-O's worm trick. But episodes two and three were a little bit of a lull. And even even episode one, apart from that, like, Jay, your ratings in episode one were, were pretty bad. It wasn't really until the second half of the season that it started to take off. We just did episode four and episode four was we all kind of liked it apart from some low review scores along the way uh, across the board. Mostly mine. Yeah, mostly yours. But the the <laughs> overall effect was good. Maybe episodes five through eight are phenomenal. And we're yeah. about to get into that. Yeah. I, I'm still holding out hope that maybe it was just a slow start to the season. Yeah, I fucking hope so. I hope it's going to pick up. And it, it very well might. There might be some more hidden gems we've forgotten about. A couple more nutballs waiting for us. Yeah. You never know. Um, I will say this before we move on, because I know we're getting close to the end here. And we've mentioned the new movie. If you haven't seen it, go fucking see it a couple times. Um, I so potential spoiler here if you're if you're um a MythBuster head, but uh, there is a scene in the movie where uh, fucking Tori Belacci lights Stevo's butthole on fire. Well, not literally, but um, <laughs> the reason I'm bringing that up is you guys remember in the podcast, I was making all those goddamn MythBuster jokes all the time. We even had yep. someone send in a photo of Chris as Jamie, which was just oh, fucking right. amazing, by the way. <laughs> right. I don't um, think I've ever seen that. Oh, yeah. You have to dig that one out for him, Mikey. Um, I, I'll, I'll look that up. So the reason I bring that up is I, it's not like I was going out predicting the future or anything like that. That just kind of happened. And when I was watching the movie and saw fucking Tori, I did a double take. And went, what the fuck is happening right here? Uh-huh. It, it did, felt like like they made that for us because we had like a three episode run where we couldn't stop talking about the Mythbusters. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't want to go and say that I'm a fucking crystal ball looking uh, seer of the village here that knows what our fates are destined to become. Uh-huh. But uh, you do remember earlier in the show, I've made multiple references to one of the greatest movies of all time, The Cable Guy. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, anybody uh, having to catch the Super Bowl this year? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. You're right. Cable um, Guy made an appearance. I'm just saying The Cable Guy is back like I predicted, baby. Uh, just wanted to throw that Jay, out can you tell? can you start talking about how much money I'm going to be making in the future, please? <laughs> Doesn't work that way. I only uh, I can only predict irrelevant well, pop culture actually, phenomena. Actually, sorry. we do have an announcement that we'll be doing in a couple of weeks. We do have a sponsor uh, most likely coming on board. So uh, so keep your ears and eyes open for that, uh, Chris. Maybe there's some money coming your way. Yeah, maybe. 
Maybe. I like it. I like it. We're, we're making it big time, dude. Between the sponsor, we're, we're actually having interactions. Like, shout out to Rachel Wolfson. She's taking the time. She's answering yeah. her questions. She's helping. Like, I cannot believe with all the media junkets and all the press like stuff going on right now, it just really means a lot for her to take time out of her day. Like, we loved her in the movie, and she just seems to be even a better, like, amazing person out there really helping us out. She was actually trying to get the question, literally, how much pig come, what the budget was for pig come for us. Haven't quite got that answer yet, but we're waiting on that still. And, uh, yeah, I'm talking to Manny. He's telling me, like, hunting, spearing stories. This is just, like... It's like a dream come true, man. We're really getting the steam right now. And it's all because of everyone listening and giving us the likes and the support and rating us, reviewing us, sharing it with their friends. You guys are helping us kind of actually make it to this point that we want. It's, it's happening yeah. actually a lot faster than I thought. You're like, uh, you're like a sub in a BDSM store. Look at you. Just, yep. just so How? happy. What? I don't understand that, How? but I'm just going with it. <laughs> I'm just saying he's he's seeing all the toys and all the all the... He's excited. He's excited. Oh, he's Fuck ex- you guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's I was going to say he's like a pig and shit, but I think the better metaphor would be like a J and shit. Nah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, I was going to pick the fucking poo cocktail as a stunt that I would yeah. consider doing, but I thought that was too easy, so I just left it out. Um, <laughs> no, you, a- said, you said no because you, you realized that the cocktail portion didn't mean you could actually drink it, so you're like, well, fuck that waste of time. <laughs> yeah, why do they even call it that if you can't pour yourself a nice glass after the stunt's over? Because he's shaking, nice not stirred, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I can't wait till we get to see the bungee one. That's got to be... That's oh coming my up God, soon, yeah. so look forward to that. Look forward to it. It'll be great. Well, let's, uh, I think let's uh, start wrapping this one up, guys. We got, as we mentioned, all those questions from our Instagram at jackasspod on Instagram. You can also find us at jackasspod on Twitter, slightly less active, but we're still there. You can send us an email, jackasspod at gmail.com. And make sure, if you haven't done this yet, we've said it a million times, rate and review the podcast. It's been doing wonders for us. Uh, uh, we're not asking you for any money. We're not asking you for much at all. Uh, just head over there and uh, show us a little love by, uh, by going to your iTunes app and writing a rating. That's it. Give us a give us a rating. That's it. So That's all simple. we want. Mikey, stop being so nice about it. Just fucking do it. Like, <laughs> literally. Like, it takes two seconds. Just go. Like you listen to us for an hour and fucking 15 minutes every week. If you can't take fucking two seconds to do that, then frig right off. Frig, frig right off, off, Randy. Frig all off, right, Jay, let's uh let's wrap this one up and uh see us through to the next week. All right. All right. Oh God, wait. Oh, we forgot. We we fucking forgot. Oh, Jesus. Can't believe we forgot about this, boys. Well, you that? know what I'm talking about, right? Mm, can't say I do. Okay, well, you know about, I don't know, let's say seven to nine weeks ago, somewhere in that ballpark, uh, Chris, we were talking about the new Matrix movie, and I said, I don't know about that Matrix movie, and you guys were like, come on, Jay. It was great. It was, it was good. Movie. And then I said, Fantastic. hey, Chris, why don't you, uh, what if The Matrix was a porn? What would that movie be titled? And I think you, you said something along the lines of uh, The Bang Tricks, if I'm not I think I said mistaken. The, the Fuck Tricks. I th- did I say The Gay Tricks? I think you said The Gay Tricks. Okay, and The Gay I, Tricks. Right, right. It was a love story between two men. Okay, yeah, yeah. The Gay Tricks. And I swear to God, I haven't been able to sleep since you said that because I was trying <laughs> so hard to come up with one myself and I just couldn't do it. But... I have some an announcement to make right now. I have the sequels here. I, I've plotted out the sequels. Um, so if you're ready, I'll just go ahead and read those off. This is let's, all let's relevant, by the way. This is why you tune in, baby. You thought we were ending the show. No, bonus content coming at you. Okay. <laughs> bonus so, uh, content. 
Let's just refresh memory for the audience here, just real quick, in case you don't know the Matrix trilogy. The first one, The Matrix. The second, The Matrix Reloaded. Then we had The Matrix Revolutions. Mm-hmm. And then just recently, we had uh, The Matrix... Um, see, it's so forgettable, I don't even know the title. Resurrections. Resurrections. Uh, so coming up after The Gay Tricks, directed by Chris Aaronworth, uh, we have <laughs> one The Spooge Tricks, Cream Loaded... How'd I do on that one? Bad. The spooge tricks, cream loaded. Yeah. See, see what I did there? Because I, I had, I had huh? Enter My Matrix, and I think that one was... Enter My Matrix, that's the video game spinoff. How about this yeah. one then? Ass to mouth tricks, rimmer lube chins. Uh, Jay, uh, these aren't working. <laughs> what are you talking about? Rimmer lube chins? After like, you, re- well, rever- like revolutions? Yeah, yeah. Like Except you did a rimmer, and you got lube on your chin after. Why are you lubing up an ass before rimming it? It's just tastes better. I don't know. Get a scented one. <laughs> okay, let's 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 hear the next one. It's okay because this is the f- big finale. Are you guys ready? Yes. I, unfortunately, <laughs> the gape tricks. Hold on. Okay. The, All right. The gape tricks. Stretched erections. Thank you very much. I'll see myself out. That one's not bad. Stretched That's erections and resurrections. One, yeah. Okay. Yeah? I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. All right. <laughs> I would yeah yeah it's that's great I mean you could have a bestiality one uh called uh the matrix and it could be red erections because dogs have red bricks <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> all right you guys I got an all appointment right. with a rimmer lube chin we'll see you next week uh oh god bye I'm Jason Wilwood bye I'm Chris Aaronworth bye I'm Mikey Aaronworth and this <laughs> has been Jackass. by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it! This was a Press X for Sound audio production.